Welcome back, listeners. Before we get started, this episode is sponsored by ByTheBaseSoap.com. Are you looking to ditch the chemicals in the new year? Make sure to head over to ByTheBaseSoap.com to learn more. What's going on, Night Final Destination listeners? My name is Felix Diaz, and welcome back to another episode. Before we get started, this episode is sponsored by the Waves of Paradise YouTube channel. Are you looking to sleep, relax, or study? Head over to youtube.com and look up Waves of Paradise. And when you subscribe, leave not your final destination in the comment section. What is going on, guys? Happy Monday. Um, Another podcast episode. So yesterday started our challenge of 30 days of consistency. If you aren't a part of that challenge, all you have to do is head over to my Instagram account and click the link in the bio. We have a ton of people that are, um, you know, that are joining our amazing community that are doing and that are doing and are going to be doing incredible things. Um, Today, I wanted to talk to you guys about... um, I haven't done one of these episodes in quite some time, Um, but, you know, we got Mr. Hollis coming on August 30th, so mark your calendars for that. Um, I wanted to tell you that the things that we're going to be talking about today are 10 easy ways to stay productive consistently. So that's something that we're going to be talking about in this episode. Um, These podcast episodes normally do well for the doers out there, the Enneagram threes. Um, or someone that's just trying to live outside their comfort zone and do something different that they normally wouldn't do. Um, but without further ado, you know, let's uh, look into my notes. So um, it's so hard to stay consistent. I hear this all the time. You're going to have bad days where you don't have much motivation or willpower. So what do you do on those days when you really need to get stuff done? Um, you know, that's why today uh, this episode is going to be 10 very easy things you can consistently do to boost your productivity even on bad days so to start off everything here um, again i just want to thank every single listener that tunes in i think i do that every episode but we're going to continue to do that because without you guys the podcast would not be where it's at um you know over eighty thousand streams and i'm super grateful uh and i want you guys to always know that uh setting daily priorities number one setting daily priorities help you identify and focus on what you need to work on today creating a th- the three most important tasks mits uh, if you want it for short uh, of the day help you focus on and put emphasis on those tasks which have priority over others instead of seeing all of your to-dos which can leave you feeling overwhelmed your daily priorities give you something to point to and say if I just accomplish these tasks, I'll know I had a productive day. And then during that whole thing there, you want to make sure that you're taking action. Set your three most important tasks for tomorrow, tonight, before you go to sleep. So these are going to be helping you guys, um, you know, going into this challenge or even if you're just struggling, trying to make this work because, you know, we're fathers and mothers and we have jobs um, and we just don't know how to get started. So this episode is going to hopefully help someone out there that's looking to get started. Um, This next one here in my notes, it says creating a plan. Have you ever been lost as a kid or gotten lost while driving somewhere new? Do you remember how daunting and scary it was to try to find your way out? Well, now imagine how much better you'd feel if you had a map to guide you where you wanted to go. Kind of like not your final destination. This uh, analogy is the same when it comes to your time, your goals, when you know what your three most important things or tasks are, but there's no plan on how to accomplish them. You're hoping you'll find a way to accomplish those three MITs like a child wandering around. 
if you plan out your day and figure out how you're going to spend your time, at least that time you can control. Then you're providing yourself the map. Do task one from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Task two is going to be done from one to two and task three at four to 440. So this is really cool because my wife does things like this to where she's like, I just have time blocked where I know this is where I need to be or this is what I need to do. This is one of my things I'm trying to do for my 30 days is using my calendar more, setting reminders, setting time blocks. And I think I'll be super productive. So my day for my, you know, my nine to five starts at 830 to 530. So I know that from six to seven, you know, eight o'clock ish, I have time to do like get my coffee and record a podcast episode on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. That's going to be the plan, you know, um, to get more content and do things like this. So I think setting up a plan will really help you. Um, knock out those things Uh, here again in the notes it says when you create a plan for your day you're not hoping you'll find your way you're setting yourself up for success because you have those times dedicated to accomplishing those things so the take action plan for that would be identify one to three tasks that you aim to accomplish tomorrow now find time when you're going to work on those things so I wanted to go ahead and throw that out there as well number three setting a timer set a timer when you're working on Uh, when you're working so you'll remind yourself to take breaks not only will it remind you to take breaks frequently it would also prevent you from taking unscheduled breaks because you can trust that once your break time comes up you'll be alerted so you're setting yourself reminders when to hey it's time to drink some coffee or hey let me step outside and get some fresh air so you're not just like overworking um, and draining yourself for the rest of the day so setting a timer is almost like making a plan for when your breaks will happen when you don't think about how long you're going to work before you take a break it is much easier to choose to take a break now which leads to that scroll fest through instagram and facebook and i think we've all been there uh lots of people use uh it's pomodoro method 25 minutes work five minutes break i personally prefer different method preferably 60 minutes of work 10 minutes break that's just me i enjoy the longer stretch of work time because that longer time helps me enter that zone of flow and really get the most out of the focused state of mind. So for me, like whenever I'm creating YouTube content or uh, creating posts for Instagram or or Facebook, wherever I'm doing, I like to get into um, what I call a meditation, meditational workspace where I try to find some playlists on either Spotify or Apple Music and I tune into that and, um, you know, just focus on the task. And I try to get the most creative where like I can really let my creativeness just kind of overflow itself and, um, you know, try to find that time to really create the things that are going to attract the people that I want in my life. So that's kind of something that I like to talk about there. Um, the, the action plan for this, decide how long you want to work and break for when it comes to tomorrow, just plug those numbers in the phone and get working. Don't check your phone until the timer goes off. So that's another thing. Like, um, your phone being there as an easy, an easy distraction to picking it up and saying, oh man, like, you know, I'm, I gotta stop working. I gotta stop doing this because I'm, you know, I gotta scroll a little bit more. So let's try to put our phone on the other side of our desk or maybe even away from the table where we're working so we can be our, the most productive, you know? Um, the next thing here, um, I put here batching low brain power. So what does that mean? Low brain power tasks are those mundane, mundane, sorry, annoying things that don't require much thinking or focus. 
that have to get done. You probably wish you could skip emails too, but you can't. What you can do instead of putting them off is to batch them together so that when you get them done all at once, there's nothing that sucks productivity and focus than switching tasks all the time. So don't let your email or whatever else becomes never-ending distraction. We just kind of talked about that before. Um, Instead, park those distractions somewhere and go to them when you're ready. Again, putting your phone behind you, things like that. Um, I check emails a lot throughout my day because when I work from home, like a lot of emails are coming in for my job. I'm also getting emails from you know, um, different things from, you know, podcast episode or bookings and things like that. So that is something that I deal with. Um, instead of park those distractions somewhere and go to them when you're ready. That's what I just said. I'm just kind of reviewing through these notes. Um, I start the day to see, uh, what emails I have. Then I close that browser window. So I don't even get the notification when new emails come in. And then when I'm ready to check email again, I'll open that window, answer all urgent emails, then close the window again. So here, just in case you're like doing multitasking things and you don't want to get distracted by all the emails coming in, identify one to three things that are low brain power tasks and distract you that distract you from uh, your day to day work. Decide when you're going to batch those tasks together and how you're going to eliminate the distraction when you're focusing on other things. So I think for me, you know, the one thing that I try to do is like, I'm monitoring so many cues while I work that even when we're assigned a certain specific cue, I still found myself digging into other areas um, that could be taking me away from, you know, just making sure that the area that I am securing and watching is being taken care of. So let's make sure that we're um, prioritizing and also just kind of like we did earlier about setting times to be looking at areas. Maybe you can do that as well during your uh, day to day. So the next thing here we have is eat the frog. Eating the frog is a popular time management technique where you do the most dreaded task first. Then the reason this strategy is so popular and it works is that you'll know you've already accomplished something important, um, the important thing first in the day. Um, It's a great feeling. You know that you knocked out the most time consuming or thing that you're like, oh man, I know I have to get this done, but I don't want to, but this is going to be the one. Um, so you don't have that feeling of dread weighing on your shoulders as you go through the rest of the day saying, man, I got to get to that thing. That's going to really make, you know, it's the thing that we don't want to do, but we got to make it happen. Eating the frog will make you feel confident and you know that you can accomplish anything else that the day throws at you. So the day should run smoothly after that. Um, the, the action plan for that is going to be um, identifying the tasks that you are most dreading, yes, listen to that voice that goes, oh, I don't want to really do this. Then figure out when you're going to do it and commit to it. Um, number six, this is daily cleanup. Outer order, outer order inspires inner calm and phrase coined by um, the best-selling author Gretchen Rubin. What this means is cluttered desk equals cluttered mind. If you have all your stuff all over the table and you're just all over the place, your day might be just like that. So just like we talked about earlier in the episode about um, creating a schedule and time blocks for when you want to do things, um, you know, it doesn't have it doesn't have to happen overnight. You can do these things throughout the week to where 
you you know you say hey, i don't need this on my desk i'm gonna take this off my desk i'm gonna put this here i'm gonna set that there um cleaning that up and then hopefully your mind will be um you know decluttered as well at the end of each day you spend just three minutes putting your papers in a pile throw out the old no longer relevant notes then you won't be faced with that big pile of stuff on your desk so the action plan for that is um identify the main things that you can contribute to the clutter in your workspace and take five minutes you know to throw out anything that doesn't need to be there all right so here we go so this is really cool i saw apple came out with a feature where you can put your phone on like focus mode like work mode things like that um it says put and these are the notes that i put here i said put the phone away or filter calls text and notifications i've always wondered how my friends studied with tvs in the background or constantly checked their phones when it buzzes while writing the, that paper i remembered wondering how do you get any focused work done well it turns out they didn't well more like just like them taking way longer to do it, you know? Um, I'm sure you're thinking to yourself, it's so difficult to resist checking my phone when I see that notification bell pop up on my screen. I get it, so let's let's change that now. Put your phone away when you're doing work. I often put it in my desk drawer, um, even turn it down to do not disturb mode so that no notification sounds come through to you. Um, although you may want to change your do not disturb settings so that the important contacts calls will still come through. Um, just saying like out of sight, out of mind, make sure you put it away so that you're not, you know, um, getting distracted during the day and, you know, taking you away from uh, those tasks that we have created so that we can make sure that we're getting those things knocked out of the way. Um, so here it says here the action plan set up a do not disturb setting tonight and then tomorrow when you go to work give it a shot the first time you go in there um number eight here it says take exercise breaks this is something that i was doing um before the 30-day challenge like i had a pair of dumbbells uh next to me and i would do like curls like there were you know 10s or 12 pound weight weights and i would just kind of do the curls you know in the in the living room or um now going into this 30 days of consistency challenge i think i'm going to start doing you know air squats here um in the office because i do sit down for a long majority uh you know time of my day so take those exercise breaks you know um the action plan for that identify where you can take some quick exercise breaks throughout your day and pick out some of your favorite exercises and do them in like a timely manner you know um for example just to kind of talk about that it's like um i'm feeling quite tired i'll both drink some water go out for a walk a few, a few flights of stairs if you have somewhere near you some jumping jacks some quick squats just as i mentioned um just return feeling more energized and ready to be um you know ready to tackle the the task at hand the next one here is it's have an uh, informational uh brain dump so like you know this is something that I think a lot of us now working from home or just in general, like we're doing so much and, you know, nothing was worse than feeling of something being at the tip of your tongue, but you can't just remember that, um, you know, isn't that such a waste of the valuable brain power that you have, especially if the information is something that's trivial or someone's phone number or something like that, you know, the action plan for that would be to decide a place where you're going to write down those thoughts. It can be a digital note or a sticky note, whatever it is, make sure that you have it handy before you start working. Um, so just, you know, declutter your mind and, and really just focus on whatever the task is at hand. Um, 
the next thing here for number 10, as we close out this episode today, is switch things up. When life becomes, you know, crazy and each day is the same as another, your life starts to just all blend together, which is never good. When life becomes boring, your productivity and satisfaction with your work also plummets. You're going to find it so much harder to get motivated because nothing seems to, you know, fall together into place or everything's just kind of all over the place. Although not every day is a big celebration and doesn't mean that you're going to be winning and, you know, some days are not going to be the best days, but we still have to show up, Uh, make sure that, you know, you're changing things up, maybe even throughout the week, changing when you take your breaks, when you're doing something like, let's say, hey, I got to check these emails at 10 a.m. How about you change it for 11 a.m.? So it doesn't become a repetitive cycle and you're wearing yourself out doing the same things. So the action plan for that is identify one day this week that you're going to commit to do something fun, exciting, make plans with a friend and try a new restaurant. You've been, uh, you know, dying to try, do something fun, reward yourself for good work you've done all week. So guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And uh, like always, I appreciate everybody that tunes in, that hits that play button. I do ask that if you do find these episodes helpful, uh, that you leave a comment wherever you're listening, whether it's Apple Music or Spotify. Also share it with a loved one if they're struggling to you know, be productive or stay consistent uh, during that productivity hour or time or week. Again, we appreciate you guys here so much and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.